Have you ever stopped and allowed yourself the privilege to realize how unique you are, how special you are, and what an incredible gift God has presented to the world in the person called you? My name is Malvin Mitchell, and thanks for joining me today on the Moment with Malvin podcast. My entire life's passion is to help people grow in their personal, professional, and spiritual relationships. This podcast was intentionally designed to educate and to inspire and to move you, the listener, to action. One of the many famous quotes of our esteemed, well-known and slain civil rights leader, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was that, and I quote, Sunday morning at 11 a.m. is the most segregated hour of the week. You know, for such a long time, I was really okay with this statement. Now, before you tune me out, let me explain. You know, growing up in the inner cities of Irvington and Newark, New Jersey, most of not all the neighborhoods that are around me were predominantly African-American with pockets of Puerto Rican and Dominican blocks that were sprinkled in. And I, like a lot of you, the high school, the elementary, the middle school, they were about 97% black, 2% Hispanic, and about 1% white, where the white teachers, where the administrators, the board of education, the superintendents, all of these were white administrators, and that's where the other ethnicities came in. And to break it even further down, when it came to church, you know, because those neighborhoods were not racially diverse, the majority of the local congregations in my community were either black or Hispanic or all black and Hispanic. Very rarely did you see uh, a racial mix in the congregation. Now, in this day and age, I know that we have friends from all different walks of life and we have eclectic friend groups. So I'm certainly not advocating that this was either good or bad, but rather it's just the way that it was how I grew up. It, it, it truly wasn't until I left and entered into the United States Marine Corps that this began to change. You know, the military, for those who have served in the military, teaches you not to see color. It's only light green and dark green based on whatever your natural color hue is. But I remember distinctly that there was one day I was on a ship in the middle of the Middle East, homesick, missing my family, missing my loved ones. And one of my friends asked me to come to a worship service, and I did it, albeit reluctantly. But um, to my amazement, there was men there worshiping God from various nationalities and from every hue. And it didn't seem to matter. Our real commonality was actually Christ. Um, fast forwarding many years to the present day, I now reside in Clayton, North Carolina, a sleepy small town just outside of Raleigh, North Carolina. And things are the polar opposite. Where I grew up in Irvington and Newark, New Jersey, with a predominantly black neighborhood with very few white people, now it seems that now God has got me in a neighborhood, in a town where, and in a county, actually, where I am the minority. I mean, he's got me going to church or worshiping where those who have the same hue as I do are the minority. I mean, like, I, I laugh at this because God sure does have a sense of humor. It seems to me that getting uncomfortable, I mean, excuse me, getting comfortable being uncomfortable is the model or the slogan for my life in this season. So let me add this. I love all people, regardless of your ethnicity, but I am not in favor of racial privilege 
of any race of people at the expense of another race. You know, we can no longer be hypocritical. I mean, we can't stay in our uh, social, economical, or racial bubbles, especially as we claim to be brothers and sisters in the body of Christ. I mean, for those of us who claim Christ as our Lord and Savior, regardless of our, our, our preferences, our commonality is our love and dedication to Christ. I mean, for most of us, whether we admit it or not, um, if it wasn't for Christ, there wouldn't be anything that we would have in common or any reason for us to come together. Come on, let's be honest. I mean, those who are wealthy would more than likely associated with those who are wealthy or, or of the upper echelon of society. And those who love to hunt would typically gravitate towards those who love to hunt or those who love to fish would gravitate towards those who love to fish. I mean, let's not forget our sports fanatic, my fellow Dallas Cowboy fans. Uh, we would definitely congregate and gravitate to those who are sports fanatics like ourselves. Well, to make it more practical and to make it more relevant to what we're talking about, black people would congregate with black people and white people would congregate with white people. And I know that I may be speaking in generalities, but what I'm really trying to do is make a point. Now, in the book of Colossians, the third chapter, beginning at the ninth verse, it goes on to say like this. Don't lie to one another since you have put off the old self with practices and have put on the new self. You are being renewed in the knowledge according to the image of your creator. In Christ, there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision or uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, slave and free. But Christ is all and in all. Now, you know, Paul is really admonishing us to live a godly life. And the reason is this. You know, since we and we meaning you and I have taken off our old self and no longer participate or no longer practice the deeds of the old self, but we put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge and the image of our creator. I mean, check this. We must put off all of these crazy, evil, wicked practices of our former life. That means if you are racist before, you can't continue to live in racism when you come to Christ. That means when if you are an adulterer, you can't continue to be an adulterer. That means if you are a whoremonger, you can't continue to be a whoremonger. Whatever your issue is, you can't continue that life because once you come to Christ, that old life is over and done with. As a matter of fact, it goes on to say that, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. The old one is gone and the new one has come. So, like, really, all authentic believers truly have a new self with new spiritual sensitivities. And we've got new abilities that Christ gives us. And we we have wonderful new possibilities and wonderful new opportunities in this life, this new life that is. And when I speak of the new self, what I'm actually talking about is like being renewed in the knowledge and the image of our creator. I mean, there is a constant renewal that takes place in a believer's life as you and I keep uh, increasing in the true knowledge of God and what the image of our creator is like. And we, we build our lives upon that. So like Paul clearly tells us, therefore, we shouldn't lose heart. Though we outfully are wasting away, yet we inwardly are being renewed day by day. I know it's tough. I know 
that we all have our preferences. We have our preferences in music, have our preferences in people, have our preferences in sports teams, have our preferences in where we live, preferences in the people that we want to hang around with. But what he's actually saying is that when we come to Christ, those preferences can't get in the way of us being new creations. The one commonality that we have is Christ, the love for Christ. And, you know, without, with that commonality being, being in effect, we don't have the right to hold on to our old way of thinking, our old, our old ideologies. We have to relinquish those things so that we can move forward to the betterment of the body of Christ. So anything that we're doing that if it's detrimental for the body of Christ to move forward, be it your racial prejudices, be anything that gets in the way. You know, Paul, he said that I became all things to all men that I might win some. So I, this message or this particular podcast was personal for me because if I'll be honest, I struggle with going into a place and being the minority when the people doesn't don't look like me or even the leader of the congregation or the organization doesn't look like me because instantly my guard is up because I'm trying to find where do I fit in and where's my place. But if I realize that in the body of Christ, if we truly are the body of Christ, there is no color in the body of Christ. We all have the same need and we all have the same commonality and that commonality is Christ. Until we talk again, I love you and be blessed. Thank you very much for taking the time out to listen to the Moment with Malden podcast. We hope that you'll tune in next week where we empower you, the listener, to action.